0: Greetings and happy Monday. Welcome back to my podcast titled, You're Stronger Than That. Every week I want to remind you that there is nothing that you can't overcome, that you can't get through, or that you cannot triumph over. You have more strength inside of you than you think, and with the right help, the right resources and strategies, you can do it. You're stronger than that. Just believe it. I am your host, MC Drea, and I'm so excited to be back with you. The last episode, I Won't Complain, really seemed to be a big hit with many of you, and I was so pleased to hear that. I heard from several people how it truly made you pause before you spoke and made you consider your words. That's awesome. One person even shared she was careful not to complain and would not let anyone complain to her. Now that's progress. And the only way to make progress is to do it. Practice, practice, practice. Now, even if I didn't hear from you, I pray you found that episode useful. And if not, I hope you at least shared it with someone that could benefit from it. Today, we are gonna continue with the same subject so that we can provide a bit more insight. This episode is titled, Three Types of Complaining, or Three Types of Complainers. This is going to be good. I I promise you, it's going to be good. So if you are interested in that, please keep listening. Now before we dive right in, I do want to... Gently remind those of you who listened to the last episode and heard the call to action that I am still holding you accountable for not complaining. We are on a no complaining fast until November 26th. What does that mean? That means if we complain between now and the 26th, We are putting a dollar in a jar for every single time, every single complaint. If we complain about our husband, we complain about the wife, about the kids, about school, their homework, the teachers, the school system, finances, you get the point. Be honest with yourself. If you have... Found yourself in a steady cycle of complaining, or maybe a casual psyching cycle, excuse me of complaining. We want you to put that dollar in the jar. You know if you've complained or not, and you've known you know if you complained a lot now. Why are we doing this? This is to help curb our appetite for complaining to help us to let it go for good because it's just not healthy for us it's disrespectful and it's displeasing to God so we're trying to make a concerted effort to be the best that we can be and complaining doesn't help us so back to the money in the jar the money in the jar will be donated to Joss kids if you'd like to find out more about Joss kids please go to Facebook it's spelled J-A-H-S space kids my friend Mrs. Janita Bennett and her staff, they do a wonderful job at serving the community and families with toys, clothes, and sometimes food during the Christmas season. Many people have nothing during this season. And when those families um, see her and the staff come in to their home to deliver the gifts, boy, it lights up their faces. So we are going to donate the money to a worthy cause. Now, please note, this segment is in no way sponsored at all. Nobody asked me to say this. I figured since we're helping ourselves to to be better at uh, putting a limit on our complaining, that it, that this activity can be twofold. So it will help you, and it will help others. Okay. So I know you want to know where you can send the money because I know some of you have money in your jar already. You can send it to um, Attention Drea at PO Box two four five four five, Rochester New York one four six two four. But I know most people don't use snail mail anymore. If you want to cash app it, you can send to Dollar Sign Stronger Than That. Again, that's Dollar Sign Stronger Than That. I will be sure to get it over to Jaws Kids so it can help them out for this Christmas season. So I will thank you in advance for that. Moving on, let's get into this topic, three types of complaining or three types of complainers. I found out that there is a great deal of research on complaining and why it is so prevalent. The information that I'll share with you today Comes from a 2017 issue of Psychology Today, and I thought it would be great to give us a deeper understanding overall of complaining. Complaining is simply expressing dissatisfaction, and this usually happens verbally, but can also happen in written forms. And what we find, or research finds, it's usually um, situated around a negative event a negative occurrence so for example you might be in traffic traffic was worse than expected you're trying to get to work and then you're complaining about this traffic you can't get through and um, it's just holding you up or maybe you saw a movie the movie was disappointing Uh, you hired a contractor and they did poor work or the city school district has closed the schools again and you find yourself just complaining and those are examples of situations of complaints now what research has found is that some people they tend to complain while others hold their tongue until they reach a complaint threshold it's like maybe you go on for so long and you're okay with the things as they are happening and you don't start complaining until you reach that threshold and that threshold must be reached before someone decides to grumble or complain. That's called the complaint threshold. We all have one and it's different. And they said this threshold is still being explored because it is different for everyone. You can't really necessarily pinpoint what that threshold is, but they believe it has many facets. One of the things that they say is the locus of control or how much control a person feels he or she has in a situation that could dictate whether or not you voice a complaint for example if an airline misplaces your suitcase you are more likely to lodge a complaint because you feel that your notification of the problem will help to solve it you see that something can be done so you're definitely willing to say something about it if you don't think it will make a difference then oftentimes you just hold your peace. So research shows too, there may be other personal factors involved as well, such as tolerance for conflict, because we are all different. Maybe I have a high tolerance for conflict and you don't, your age. If you're you're more experienced, you say, you know, hey, it's not so bad after all, and you don't find a need to complain. And also the desire to present oneself positively. If you're trying to be positive, and, and that's your overall demeanor or your overall outlook in life, you have a tendency to complain less. So here we go. Be sure you have your pencils and your pads because here we go with the three types of complaints, complainers, or the three flavors of complaining. It's useful to understand this because then you can figure out where you fit in the three that this particular research describes, okay? So the first one is the chronic complainer. We all know what chronic means. That means we just do it all the time. These are those people who never seem to be satisfied about anything. They have a tendency to meditate on problems, focus on setbacks instead of progress. Note, this is what we do not want to be. We do not want to find ourselves in this category. Just everything is wrong. I talked about this in the last episode. Everything is wrong, never looking for a solution, just looking to complain. And research suggests that making a habit of complaining can rewire the brain so that those particular thinking orientations become ingrained you've done it over and over and over again so it's ingrained in into you and the the interesting thing about it is it's possible to rewire the rewiring to make it positive but they say a, a chronic complainer probably will not think that it would even work for them because why because they complain about everything so ask yourself are you a chronic complainer or not? Only you really know. The second type of complaint or complainer is venting, the person that vents all the time. You, you seek out somebody and you're venting. Venting is expressing emotional dissatisfaction. And they say it turns out that people who vent, they generally have their own agenda. They tend to be focused on themselves and their own negative experience. They have to tell somebody, they have to get it out. And by showing their anger and frustration or disappointment, they are actually soliciting attention from their confidants. They're they're seeking that attention from the person that is listening. They can feel validated by receiving attention and sympathy now know, and i know this to be true because i've experienced it venters are particularly particularly likely to not want any advice okay they're not looking for proposed solutions to their problems they're not looking for you to solve anything so if anytime someone comes to you to vent you're off the hook because they're really not looking for you to solve anything. They simply want validation. They simply wanna get that out and um, tell somebody and they're not looking for you to solve it just to validate them. Now, one unfortunate downside and side effect to venting and chronic complaining is that it can dampen people's moods. It, it ruins, it changes an atmosphere changes people's moods not only does it change the mood of someone that you're talking to but it can also change your mood your, when you go to people and you're venting and you are complaining it changes your mood and researchers tracked people's moods before and after hearing a complaint and and as it was predicted listening to gripes made people feel worse and it made the complainer feel worse as well. So when we hear this information, we have to say, hmm, do I wanna do that to someone else? And more importantly, do I wanna do it to myself? The third one is called instrumental complaint. This is a third type of complaint. Unlike the other two, um, instrumental complaint is all about solving problems. It's about finding resolution. And if you heard the last episode, I talked about that. I said, if you're trying to find a resolution, you're trying to figure out what you can do in a situation, then you're in a good place. We're not talking about that's not the type of complaining we're talking about getting rid of. We're talking more about the chronic complaining and the venting because there is some goodness and some um, benefits for the instrumental complaint. For example, if you confront your spouse about overspending, let's say on the credit card, that would be an example of instrumental complaining, especially if you're focused on the impact of the problem. And you're focused on the importance of changing the behavior and you cooperate to create a plan for change. It could be detrimental if anyone, the husband or the wife, is overspending on a credit card, especially if your budget doesn't support it. So when you sit down, you have a goal in mind. Your complaint is instrumental so that you can make a change so that you don't find yourself in a negative situation. Now one study suggests that these types of complaints make up fewer than 25% of all complaints. Can you believe that? Only 25% that means the other 75% is either chronic complaints or those that vent. So we want to change those. We want to be change agents, and we want to change those statistics. In one study also, researchers found that happy people actually complain less. There was evidence that the happy people that they used in their study, they were likely to complain more mindfully and strategically with a specific goal in mind. Now, doesn't that sound like a goal to achieve? So wherever you are on this spectrum, one, two, or three, ask yourself, where am I currently? And where would I like to be? And then start making those necessary changes. Okay? So that I I challenge you to just find out where you are and then determine where you want to be and make those changes. Now here is a guide that will help you. This is the guide that the research provided in regards to complaining. It says, avoid dampening your mood and anyone else's mood by complaining only rarely, strategically and purposefully, okay? Avoid dampening your mood by complaining only rarely, only rarely, You. this is not what you wanna, This is not what you wanna do all the time. Be strategic, be mindful, be purposeful. Complain only in instances where you believe it will affect real and positive change. When you know there's no solution or you know you're not looking for a solution, avoid it completely. The next one, consider whether affirmation or some other strategy will work instead of complaining find an alternate behavior if you will so that you don't find yourself in this cycle and finally limit your exposure to complaining by limiting your exposure to complainers to other complainers limit your exposure to complaining by limiting your exposure to complainers, because I'm telling you, you get someone that's complaining about something and then you jump on board with that. And before you know it, an hour has passed and, and all that time has escaped you and it has brought about no good change and no goodness over So your call to action is going to be the same as last week. As I said in the beginning, we're on a no complaining fast. We are trying to eradicate being a chronic complainer. But if you are complaining and you found yourself, and I know there's some people out there that have. One of my girlfriends called me and she's like, "Um, I know I'm going to owe you money in the jar, but I've got to tell you this. And we laughed about it, but she was upfront about it. So I won't call her name, but I'm expecting her to send her money in so that we can put it in the jar and that we can be a blessing um, to jazz kids. So that's your call to action. You are on a no complaining fast and as much as humanly possible, I want you to eliminate that complaining, especially the chronic or the venting. Now we already learned, we learned something that instrumental complaining is has its benefits but be sure that it does and don't try to disguise something else under instrumental when you really know that it is not so anyway our time is up i thank you for tuning in i pray this episode was useful to you and i hope that it helped to bring some overall understanding to the types of complaining and i hope it acts as a as a guide or a gauge for you to see where you're where you are at maybe you don't complain at all maybe you or maybe you are always instrumental in your complaining and that's a great place to be hold on to that but for those who are not in that place that's a goal to reach for. And the only way to do it is to practice it, as I forested. it. So as always, I ask you to please share this with someone. Um, it, I believe it will be useful. And as you sit down and think, hmm, who else can benefit from this? Please go ahead and share it. So I love you. I appreciate your feedback. Please don't hesitate. Whatever feedback you'd like to share with me, please do so. Have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful and safe Thanksgiving. And until next time, God bless.